Hello from Washington DC and thank you for joining us for the first edition of the International Public Sector Accounting Standards Board's Meeting Highlights audio podcast of 2019. This podcast will cover some of the agenda items discussed at the IPSASB's recent meeting from March the 12th to March the 15th in Washington DC, where we were hosted by the World Bank. I'm John Stanford, Technical Director of the IPSASB. Joining me is IPSASB Chair Ian Carruthers, along with staff members Dave Warren, Joe Spencer and Amon Diliweo. Welcome to all of you. The IPSASB meeting was preceded by an outreach event co-hosted with the World Bank International Monetary Fund and IPSASB, leveraging financial reporting for fiscal reporting and management of public wealth. Ian, please could you give us your reaction to that event? Thank you, John. Yes, we had a joint event with the World Bank and IMF here on Monday, and it was looking at leveraging the power of balance sheet information, building on the IMF publication of last autumn uh, in their fiscal monitor. And I think it it went very well as an event. We looked at the bigger picture in terms of the use of financial information, not just uh, for uh, macroeconomic analysis purposes, but also uh, in terms of the usage of information for government finance statistics, uh, and as well the sorts of perspective that you get if you're actually a market investor and the opportunities in that space. We then went on to look at uh, more particularly um, balance sheet management, firstly in terms of assets and then in terms of liabilities. And the final session uh, looked at the more practical aspects of implementing accrual information, both in terms of the linkages to uh, digital transformation as well as to capacity building. So um, overall, it seemed to work very well as an event. Um, There was uh, plenty of attendance from uh, the uh, host organisations, IMF and World Bank, and some external regional organisations, as well as from the IPSASB, and a lot of good questions and discussion during the event. So from our point of view, certainly very successful in terms of linking to our theme E in the strategy, uh, in terms of increasing the use of accrual information, but also to theme D in terms of promoting the adoption and implementation of IPSAS. And certainly I think that endorsement, um, uh, that was endorsed by the World Bank, uh, who have said in the closing remarks that actually uh, having another event here in Washington in a couple of years' time would work well from their perspective. So overall, I think a good event links nicely into our new strategy and work plan that was published at the end of February uh, and should certainly take the relationships forward and build the relationships with important stakeholders from Ipsasby's perspective. That's very positive and augurs well for the future. What's your overall assessment of the recently concluded meeting? Thanks, John. Yes, I think this has been a very good meeting overall. Certainly, uh, in addition to the day one event that I've just talked about, Actually being here in Washington has enabled us to connect with a number of the organisations that are based here so that they've been able to uh, come in and observe our meeting. Uh, We also uh, had the benefit of Kevin Dancy, the new IFAC CEO, 
uh, coming to talk to the board on the first day about IFAC's new strategy and about uh, not only the importance of IPSASB in terms of IFAC's work, but how IFAC and the board can work together in terms of particularly promoting the implementation of the standards and making that more of a reality. In terms of the meeting content, Clearly, the most important output from the meeting was the approval of uh, the consultation paper containing the illustrative exposure draft on measurement. Uh, and that will be very important, not only in taking that public sector topic forward, but also as a foundation for our further work on heritage and infrastructure. So that was a very good result, and you'll hear more about that later in the podcast. Also, we took our work forward in terms of our two revenue standards and the planned exposure draft on grants and transfers expense. These three projects need to fit together very closely and we had some detailed debates about precisely how we uh, will apply the public sector performance obligation approach as part of that and that will enable us to uh, get to a preliminary uh, approval in terms of the new IFRS 15 based standard that we've decided will be called revenue from performance obligations. That will then provide the cornerstone for the further development of the updated IPSAS 23 and also the new standard on revenue expense. So overall those two very important uh, project areas that you'll hear uh, more about subsequently. Thank you Ian. Dave can you build on what Ian told us about measurement? Thanks John. As Ian alluded to the approval of the measurement consultation paper at the March meeting is great news for the board. What constituents can look forward to with this consultation paper is an innovative approach that the IPSASB has taken with regards to this project. As part of the consultation paper, what the board has done is developed an illustrative exposure draft. While this illustrative exposure draft is not an exposure draft, and it will have to be revisited as part of the second phase of this project, it does provide constituents with insight as to what the board's preliminary views in the consultation paper Uh, could look like as part of an exposure draft. I think this new approach will be hugely beneficial to constituents when they're developing their responses. Constituents can look forward to this consultation paper being available at the end of April 2019. Thank you, Dave. At this meeting, the IPSASB continued its discussions on the revenue project. Ammon, could you briefly update us on the stream dealing with transactions with specific performance obligations? Thank you, John. The Ipsas B tentatively approved the draft ED. The Ipsas B changed the title of the draft ED, Revenue from Binding Arrangements with Purchasers, and adopted the working title, Revenue from Performance Obligations. The Ipsas B clarified the scope of the draft ED, applies to binding arrangements with purchasers that include performance obligations. The Ipsas B instructed staff to consider the approach to transactions where the collectability of consideration is not probable. Staff will continue to work on non-authoritative illustrative examples to ensure that these are suitable for the public sector. Thanks, Alan. Joe, the board further discussed the approach to enforceability at this meeting. Can you tell us a little bit more about this and also highlight the areas the board will be discussing in June? Thanks, John. Yes, the board continues its discussion on enforceability mechanisms by equivalent means for use in a performance obligation model approach for revenue recognition, that is, the proposed IFRS 15-aligned IPSAS. 
They reconfirmed that valid enforcement mechanisms include legislation and reduction of future funding. The principle of enforceability and guidance on how these mechanisms can create enforceability are to be included in the application guidance and illustrative examples in the upcoming exposure draft. At the June meeting, the Board will be considering the array of illustrative examples for this IFRS 15 aligned standard, but will also be considering the updated IPSAS 23, and in particular, sections on capital grants and some research grants, presentation, enforceable transactions with obligations that are not performance obligations, taxes, and finally appropriations. Thank you, Joe. I'd also note that there's a complementary project on grants and transfers from the perspective of the resource provider. This will adopt the same conceptual approach as for revenue. Ian, any final thoughts on the meeting, including the current position on the leases project? Thanks, John. Yes, leases is a really important project for the board, but I think it's certainly one of the very difficult areas that we have to face over the next year or two, because although we did get support for uh, the approach to uh, lessee accounting, um, and indeed for taking a different approach to IFRS 16 in terms of accounting for lessors, it was really unclear what the exact way forward was, as none of the uh, options really commanded uh, total support, and uh, there were very contradictory responses, particularly around concessionary leases in the context of lessors. So what we've decided to do is... Uh, to take a, a, a somewhat longer approach to reviewing not only the development of the standard from the uh, ISB's perspective, but also to really detail the valuation of the comments that we receive from stakeholders and looking at things like the practical aspects of implementation, um, linkages with GFS, and just emerging experience with the application of IFRS 16. So we've had a good preliminary discussion about that uh, in order to help um, the plan the work for the new task force that um, is now being set up. Uh, and that will be chaired by my Deputy Chair, Mike Blake, uh, supported by Joao Fonseca as the uh, project lead. So a good first discussion on that, and that will be particularly um, an important discussion in the June and September meetings as we re-deliberate and determine what our future direction is. The other thing I'd highlight coming out of this meeting is that we have actually now recommenced our heritage project um, and we've uh, had some discussions about how we shape that going forwards, particularly the linkages into our measurement project. Heritage going forward will certainly look at both um, the recognition issues associated with heritage items but also the measurement and presentation issues. So we've agreed that we will move forward forward with that in the context and linked to the measurement project and also that we will start to uh, look at the issues that our respondents raised to the consultation paper in the context of those three dimensions, uh, recognition, measurement and presentation. So that now is very firmly back on the agenda uh, and we will be talking more about that at our June meeting. Overall, I think a very positive meeting. Certainly the uh, approval of the uh, CP on measurement will be a great opportunity to get input from our stakeholders. Uh, the preliminary approval in terms of um, the uh, revenue from performance obligations 
also an important foundation for our further work in that area. Um, so building on top of the uh, ability to interact with our key stakeholders, particularly World Bank and IMF, a successful meeting, and I'm pleased with that. I think it will take us uh, forward nicely into the June meeting. Thank you, Ian, and thanks to all who have joined us today, and to you, our listeners. The next IPSASB meeting will be from June the 18th to June the 21st, 2019, back at home base in Toronto. Meetings of the IPSASB are open and members of the public may register as observers. The Consultative Advisory Group, the CAG, will meet on June the 17th in Toronto. More information is available on the IPSASB website, www.ipsasb.org. All audio podcast meeting highlights and CAG podcasts are available in the meetings section of the IPSASB website, and listeners can find us on iTunes by searching for IFAC Accountancy Podcast. Listeners can also follow us on Twitter at IPSASB underscore news. Thanks for listening and join us again in June 2019.